If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Football Full Circle right here on the grid. Thanks for watching. I'm Mike Blewett along with George Kurtz getting around the world of the NFL, do a little bit of college in the second hour, but uh, George and I are here to talk about the big news of the week. It's always big news, right? But we, this is the biggest news, at least the biggest piece of news with a dollar sign in front of it. And that's a Patrick Mahomes. As we anticipated, uh, the highest paid player in NFL history, or is he? We'll break down this contract in a moment. But uh, nonetheless, George, uh, Pat Mahomes with the big payday he gets the largest contract in uh, North American sports history. Yeah, we all knew this was coming, right? It was just a matter of when, how much, how many years. That's really what we were wondering. Uh, I think probably what I was wondering the most, Mike, I knew he would set records. I didn't know it would be more than Mike Trout. You know, I, was, I knew he'd set football records, you know, the most money per year. Uh, was he going to break, uh, break $40 million a year? Was he going to break uh, – 150 million guaranteed. Well, he crushed both those. Good for him. Uh, I am a little surprised. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, Mike, I would have taken this contract too. But I'm a little surprised he didn't want to go a shorter deal and take another bite at the apple once those television contracts kicked in. So the only oh, thought yeah. I thought I gave here, you know, but that, like I said, I have no issue with it. I, I, I would have done the same thing. Listen, you're going to get 400 plus million guaranteed. Your children's children's children are never going to have to worry. Right, I mean, your friends are taking care of forever, so you don't, you never, you'll never spend this money anyway. But if you wanted to maximize out what you could have gotten, you could have, you could have waited. But then again, is it worth waiting? I'm sure you're going to talk about this anyway. Would have been worth waiting. You did, have, you did have the knee injury last year. That kneecap moved, which is pretty yeah. gross. So maybe you're thinking about that. I want to make sure I get paid. I don't blame them, but I do wonder if the union would have been like, someone finally could have demanded that guaranteed contract. You know, that could have really set the market. Kirk Cousins didn't do it. Mahomes could have done it. Russell Wilson, I thought, had a shot a few years ago. He didn't go for it. 
It's because when the owners have the leverage, and they had the leverage here, it was still two more years for Mahomes. And I think they were afraid, the KC owners, that, listen, we wait. He might go bananas on us. Yeah, so we better look, give a game-breaking deal now. Yeah, there's a lot of data that you could go through. And I think, unfortunately, we're still at a point, even in 2020, where people that are fans really don't have a good grasp of these contract issues. You and I talk about it a lot. It's something I'm very interested in. And even though I still admit, I, there's many things that I don't understand about it, but I go through this stuff. I think it's always important to look at the numbers and make sure you have a good understanding of what it is that he got here. Now, uh, he said it wasn't about the money, which I always find is silly because you got on paper a potential $500 million deal. Um, but to some extent, he didn't go for the max, George. He didn't go for the guarantee. And he didn't go for a longer-term guarantee that he could be the highest-paid player. As he says here on Instagram, Kansas City, we're just getting started. This is home. Uh, we'll go through a few tweets here. Uh, Adam Schefter had reported that he had two years and $27.6 million left on his existing deal. Uh, the 10-year extension was worth over $400 million. Uh, that that that's out of date, that tweet. Uh, but as Field Yates says here, surpassing Mike Trout's four hundred twenty six and a half million for the largest contract ever in North American sports history. So that's the key, George. Lee Steinberg, his agent, wanted the big number. They they wanted to be able to say it's the largest contract in North American sports history. And they got that. Now, you and I talked about guarantees. There's one hundred and forty million guaranteed for injury. That's really the full guarantee. We'll break it down a little bit further and how he can make a, a bunch uh, more than that. But that's really the number, is the 140 guaranteed for injury. Goes out next year, Alex Smith type injury, God forbid, knocking wood, he's got 140 mil. As you said, more than, that's generational wealth right there on the 140 mil. But, um, you and I did also talk about his contract just a week ago, maybe it was two weeks ago, that we thought his guarantees, because we were not assuming that he was going to sign a 12-year deal, we thought his guarantees could approach $180 million. So for it to be 140, while it's the most ever in NFL history, surpassing Matt Ryan, it is light compared to what I thought he could get. Oh, I agree with you. And, and I'm not blaming Pat Mahomes here because I think his, uh, you know, when they say it's not about the money, uh, come on, all right? Uh, yeah. You want to get paid, I get it. I have no problem with you getting paid, none. Okay, so it is about the money. But I also think with Mahomes, he's sort of thinking, well, you know what? I want to make sure I have good players around me. I want to win. If I get it, once again, if I have 140 million, 180 million, it doesn't matter, all right? I'm never going to spend it, I mean, you know? So why not make sure? I can have players bucks. like Travis Kelsey, you know, a good offensive line, guys to protect me, guys to catch the ball, a running back who could take some, some of the pressure off. I think that's part of the reason that he looked into that. Uh, listen, I think he could have done something like, and I was wondering this, I want to make sure I'm 20% of the cap every year. You know, right? I think it's 18.5 now. Uh, so I want to make sure I'm 20% every year. Cap goes up, he goes up. Mm -hmm. And that would have covered him. That's why, he don't, that's why he doesn't have to ask for, you know, a certain uh, amount of money. I want to be 20% of the cash. There's not to ask for a certain amount of cash. So he could have done that. Uh, what you said is perfect. People have to understand football contracts aren't guaranteed. When Mike Trout signed his 10-year, $450 million deal, he's getting $450 million. No matter what happens, he's, unless he retires, he's getting $450 million. That's not true of Pat Mahomes. You just went over it. 
He's only guaranteed if he gets hit by a bus, $140 million. That's all he's guaranteed for. He'll get more than that, of course, but that's all he's guaranteed for. He'll, you know, he probably is not going to see, you know, the last couple of years. They'll they'll renegotiate. They'll do a Drew Brees. And so that's, down, an, uh, that, so that's another bit. component. That's another component. Let me let me bring Andrew Brandt's tweet in here for a sec. In 2001, he when he was the Packers GM, I gave Brett Favre a 10-year deal averaging 11.25 million when the cap was 60 million. That was 18.75% of the cap. Pat Mahomes gets 12-year deal averaging 37.5 million, 450 over 12 when cap is 200 million, 18.75% of the cap. So his percentage of the cap remains the same. Now, absolutely, having it be a team-friendly deal can endear him to Chiefs fans. He'll still make an ungodly amount of money. If he never gets injured, he'll keep getting these roster bonuses, which is mainly how this deal is structured. It really effectively is a deal through 2024, and then it's just roster bonuses getting guaranteed, typically a year early. So people are comparing it to Dak. If Dak keeps getting franchised out, and he would make more money than Pat Mahomes in the next several years. Uh, also, guaranteed money for the next three years, or the earnout for the next three years, Mahomes will see about $63 million in cash. That's what Teddy Bridgewater is getting. So in the early part of this deal, it isn't as lucrative. Where it starts to add up is that if he's on the league roster for the fifth day of 2021 next year, which you know we're only like eight months away from that, he gets the bonus for 2023. That's 34 million bucks. He adds another year, 2022, if he's on the team in the fifth year, which is not even two years from now. He gets another 34 million for the 2024 season. He's getting these kickers as he goes year over year. His base salary is close to minimum at two and a half million dollars, but he's being paid a roster bonus about a year and a half in advance of playing George. So that's really how he's making the money. But to your point, the end of this contract is all throwaways. He's got no prorated bonuses. His salary is light, and it would be particularly light then. So these bonuses can be converted to cash, extended out further and further. Pat Mahomes is going to be 36 at the time. If he just, if they never renegotiated it, he'll be 36. We'll see where he's at then. I know everybody thinks all these guys can play till they're 40 now, but you might not want to. Guys might get tired of that and be like, hey, I. I've got $400 million. I'm pretty tired, so I'm going to call it a day. You know, I don't know that he'll do that, but uh, everybody's... Yeah, Andrew Luck. Yeah. Right? Andrew Luck got tired of getting beat up. Yeah. He's really what he can't. He got tired of getting beat up. He had money in the bank. He said, hey, as you just said, I don't want to get hit anymore. I'm done. Yeah, We're okay, seeing football players look at their long-term health more and more here. You know, I think that's going to keep happening over the next 10, probably the forever. The weird thing is that the quarterbacks are, are old now. That's yes. the funny. That's the funny dynamic that is happening. You're right, but but now look at the league right now. We got two 40 year olds. We got Eli just walked away, but Phil Rivers and Ben, Aaron Rodgers not young. Matt Ryan's like 35 and he's not slowing down. It's just a it's this odd dynamic where the quarterbacks the are playing till they're 40. Every yes, rule is in favor of protecting. You can't I mean absolutely. I'm the guy who likes to watch old uh, old games, old Cowboy games. I see him. Uh, I was watching a game from 1977. Uh, yes, a Cowboys Redskins. Joe Theismann got killed. I mean, yeah. really, he just got crushed. I mean, there would have been so many penalties in that game if that game was played today because he was getting bum-crushed up high, up low. It was like a free-for-all. Yeah. And uh, you can't do that anymore. 
You know, if they're legal tackles back, they're not dirty tackles, but they were, you know, hard hits. You never see that. You rarely see that on a quarterback anymore. Every yeah. rule is designed to protect them. Plus the systems are, you know, three, five step drop, get rid of the football, get rid of it. Don't stand back there forever. You know, that sort of thing. The fact that you can't, you know, can't bug the receivers anymore down the field. They're open quicker. Quarterback, get rid of the ball. That's why we're seeing the quarterbacks play forever, assuming you can play. Mahomes likes to run around a little bit. That's why I wonder if he won't be one of these guys, because he will take some hits by uh, moving around, scrambling, doing what he does. He's not a scrambler. He's not no. Lamar Jackson. No. But I do want to. He's got like, like more like a Russell Wilson, where he's Russell you know, Wilson. He'll take uh, off. He's pretty good at avoiding it. The baseball players, the two guys that are baseball players, seem to be the best at avoiding uh, the slide, avoiding the contact. Yeah. So um, I have to ask this because it, it's a it's a show. It's not a straight debate show, but we have these debates. Uh, you think he got too much, too little, or is it right on? I think he could have got more. Yeah, I do. Or, or or just structured it different where he he'll, he knows he'll get paid more. Um, but in the end, I said I would have signed this too. And if I'm playing and I'm getting, you know, I, you're gonna make more than 140. You're making at least 250 out of this. I'm fine with that as long as the team is going to put that money. And to, once again, my protection, my players to throw the ball to, you know, my help. And I think Kansas City is going to do that. I have no problem with what he did here. But I think, do I think he could have gotten more? Sure. Absolutely. I, you know, look, I didn't really see the 12-year or 10-year extension coming. I, it's, you know, my fault for not seeing that. But I was thinking of it in terms of a five-year deal. I thought he would get heavy guarantees and go to free agency again. The reality is, by the end of this deal... Even halfway through this deal, even with him getting these roster bonuses, he'll be significantly underpaid. He definitely will not be the highest paid quarterback for long. He's not even now. It'll take him a couple of years to even get there. And by the time he gets there to be the highest paid, he may already not be the highest paid. He'll have the biggest contract long term. But on an average annual salary basis, no way. I think Dak's going to pass him possibly even by next year if Dallas steps up. Uh, I, although I don't think they're going to do it this week. We can talk about that a little bit more after the break since Dak's, Dak is one of the stories uh, on the docket for today. But Pat Mahomes, a good week. Thought it could have been better, but no complaints, right? Agent, a big comeback story for Lee Steinberg. Credit to him. He went through some tough times in his life, and he comes back to earn the biggest contract in North American history for Pat Mahomes. I think it's team-friendly, and I'll say he could have gotten more, but it's not a big L, small L, too. It's a win-win for everybody. With a lot of dollar signs after. So, George and I'll be right back after this, talking Raheem Mostert. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Back on FFC, Mike and George talking about Raheem Mostert in a second. But first, if you want to follow us on Twitter, please do so. At SportsGrid on Instagram at SportsGridTV. Watch us, obviously, on all these streaming platforms and wherever you listen and download, please do that. Subscribe to us wherever you can. If you want to follow George individually, please do so on Twitter at George Kurtz. And I'm at Mike Blewett on Twitter, on Instagram at MP Blewett, as in Michael Patrick. That's how I got that. It's not very original, but what am I going to do? All right, so uh, let's talk about uh, Raheem Mostert. So there's a little drama about this nonsense, by the way. Brett Tesler his agent, uh, Tesler Sports, uh, says after months of unproductive talks with the 49ers about fairly adjusting Raheem Mostert's contract, which paid him for special teams, he was really a special teams first player when he was signed, we have requested a trade, disappointing that it would come to this for a guy who led all NFL running backs in yards per carry and helped lead them to the Super Bowl. Yards per carry is not the best stat, by the way, Brett Tesler, I'm just telling you. But in any event, uh, then some fake Twitter account comes out later in the week saying we rescind our trade request. The person used a capital I instead of an L in Tesla and approximated a rescinding of the trade, which some internet sleuth found out to be false. So just to those who think that the trade got rescinded, it didn't. The trade request got rescinded, it didn't. They're still requesting a trade. I don't think he's going to get traded, George. I think he wants Tevin Coleman's salary, which is actually pretty reasonable at $4.5 million. I think they're looking to get something in that range. I think this is trying to provide leverage. But for them to trade him, I don't think it makes any sense. Do the Niners feel like they can plug Jeff Wilson in uh, or somebody else uh, behind Tevin Coleman in order to pick up yards? I think they, they think that. But I think they'd rather have Mostert there. Jarek McKinnon, by the way, can't even cut on his surgically repaired knee as of yet. So I don't know that he's an actual option. There are so many reasons why this is not going to happen. I mean, <laughs> first off, now we don't know what was going on behind the scenes. Perhaps Tesla had already asked the 49ers to trade him privately and nothing happened. So now he made it public because he had nothing to lose here. But as soon as you make your trade request public, you lose all leverage. The team, because let's let's take fantasy. If I know that Mike Blewett has to trade a certain player, I have leverage over Mike. I'm not offering you the max. I know you have to trade him. You know Mike has a roster crunch. He has six running backs. Has to get rid of one. Hey Mike, I'll take this one off you, but I'm giving you seventy cents on the dollar. So that hurts. That that's number one. Number two is Raheem Mostert. Before last season, no one even heard of Raheem Mostert. Okay, I mean, the biggest thing that most that was really involved in was that Matthew Berry rant 
on that Monday night game where Mostert couldn't get him the one point that he needed. Yeah. Right? That's the biggest time we haven't even heard of Mostert for the most part. All right? So Jeff Wilson's the same thing. Never heard of these guys. Also, they have big seasons. Perhaps it's not you. Perhaps it's the system. First thing I'd be thinking, it's not you. You know, you weren't somebody who was big coming out of college. That you're simply a, a, a can't miss. You're not that. You know, and Tevin Coleman does well in your system. Wilson does well in your system. Matt Breida did well in that system, which brings up you already traded Breida. You mentioned McKinnon. No idea if he's ever going to come back. The depth it's is not already... sounding good for McKinnon. No, he can't not. cut on his knee. I, I feel bad for him. It is sad. I, I think his career is probably towards the end. This is why football players need to get their money as soon as they can because McKinnon is a perfect example of this. But again, but once again, it, it tests their depth. So once again, like I said, most is not a superstar. Who's going to trade for him? Want to pay him? I, I understand it's not much. He's not asking for you know a gazillion dollars, but still want to pay him that salary and then give up what San Fran wants as a return. It's not going to happen. How many teams out there do you think need a running back? that most it's definitely better than, and that are going to pay the salary and give up the talent. He has zero chance of being dealt. Yeah. They're just going to have to give him a make good sort of bump in pay. That's the only thing he could really be hoping for, but it's not looking good, but that's, that's where they're at. Uh, It's running backs are screwed. The funny part, the funky part about all this, George, is like, we're talking about all this and this stuff might not even happen. You know what I mean? Whether you're you're doing your fantasy draft or you're prepping and and all the stories we're about to get into, uh, they have to do it. You have to conduct business. But um, Mostert, Mostert, excuse me, is uh, request. <laughs> I don't even know what Mostert, I said. Mostert uh, is requesting a trade into a season that might not even happen. It certainly might be abbreviated. So. Uh, next story. This is a fun one. Uh, Tom Pelissero uh, of the NFL Network is reporting that the NFL P- reported earlier this week, excuse me, that the NFLPA informed its board of re- representatives that the NFL proposed 35 percent of player salaries be held in escrow to help manage costs during the 2020 season for, sor- for sources. It's one option on the table if revenue is impacted league-wide by COVID-19. Uh, that last sentence I find curious because he says if revenue is impacted, I think it's obviously going to be impacted unless uh, the COVID magic magically goes away sometime in the next six weeks. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> I think it's going to be impacted, Tom. But uh, the key part in this whole tweet is proposed. So it's not like the NFL player PA is okay with this. In fact, the NFL PA... While they don't often have leverage, they might actually have some leverage here to just get paid um, as the league year moves towards the season. And it's that first, that last Saturday, right before we get to the season, those NFL veteran salaries become fully guaranteed. So that's when the NFL is really trying to negotiate before George to ensure that that doesn't happen. But I don't, I don't really know. How the NFL can make this work. I think the NFLPA uh, has leverage in this instance, and they're not going to agree to this. Don't mind me. I'm choking like the uh, NFLPA was once they heard that 35% escrow thing. When I first saw, heard this, the first thing that came to my mind was uh, Christian Ledger, Dark Knight. And away we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here's the, here's the fight. We saw it between MLB and MLBPA, and here, now it started with NFL and NFLPA. I'll give them this. At least they started early, right? At least they didn't wait till mid-August before they started fighting about this. Uh, Damian Woody on uh, Twitter had the great response to it, uh, in response to this. Hell no. 
And as Andrew Brandt said, there will be lawyers. There well, will he, be he lawyers. Says, he, I love it. He, he says that for everything. He's right. <laughs> They're always lawyers. Uh, this is going to be a problem. And we knew it was going to be a problem. Oh. Uh, once again, I get the logic, Mike. I do understand the logic. Not going to be any fans in the stands. You should take less. But as you always point out, you aren't guaranteed to make a certain amount of money. This is not my problem. I'm your employee. I get paid. Yeah. And you're a football player. Once again, why should you be paid less when you're still risking the same risk? There's an odd assumption that you're guaranteed to make a profit every year that you run this type of business, no matter what. You are not. It is like every other business. Understand there are it's collective weird. bargaining agreements in place that prevent uh, certain things, but I, I, people that are pro-ownership seem to back them up on this point. Like, why should they lose money? I don't know. Why should they be guaranteed to make money? No business is guaranteed to make money. Right. I mean, if you're working for whatever, IBM or whatever, Home Depot, which is actually owned by the uh, Falcons owner, uh, Arthur Blank, but uh, if you do, you're, you're not, are you taking a, if Home Depot has a bad year, you say, oh, that's okay, I'll take 20% less of my salary. No, you did your work. You did your job. Yeah. You know, so why are you taking less? Why should a football player or a baseball player, for that matter, take less? Especially, listen, when it comes to a football player, I say this over and over again. I will never begrudge a football player his money. Your life is not going to be the same after football. It's just not. And we just talked about Jerick McKinnon. His career may be over after that one injury. You know, and so uh, other and places. And he signed a big money. contract before it. And, he, and that contract is dust, right? Poof, because it's not guaranteed. So I don't know why these players, why anyone thinks a player should take less, especially a football player who's putting, I'm not going to say he's putting his life on the line, but he's putting his health on the line, you know, every time. And every play, alignment, I mean, every play, you have, you have grenades around your feet with people diving at you, fully around your ankles, your knees. That could be a broken ankle, broke a toy ligaments at any point, any time. I, I know it is a different sport, but I actually don't begrudge them in the other sports either for, for the reason that there is a limited shelf life on what you can earn. Not every guy is Mike Trout. Um, there's, there's hundreds of major, you and I follow Major League Baseball very closely for decades. There, you could name a hundred baseball players that have played in the last thirty years that would be like, I don't really remember that guy. It didn't really ring a bell. You know what I mean? And we mostly, you probably do bet a little better than me. But I'm making a point to say like, those guys could have had seven year careers and I don't really remember it, right? But a guy blew his elbow and he lost his opportunity to make money. I'm just saying there are hundreds of guys like that in MLB, in NFL, that we don't even really remember some of these guys because they were a guard or that they were a utility guy in Major League Baseball for seven years. And, like, they were retired by the time they were 31. Then they got to go get a job. Why? A, a different job. It was a cool job that they had, but now it's over. And they're 31 they have a family. So I say a lot to say I don't really begrudge these guys. I, I get it. I'm not always pro player. I think MLB... PA made some mistakes during the negotiating process. I didn't think they were innocent in all of it, but it does come back to the point that you made originally when I started this ridiculous rant about uh, people backing owners to say, ah, they should, why should they lose money? I don't know. Why should they make money? I get that there's some logic associated with the players having to take a hit, but they're, they're not in on the team that is guaranteed to gain value next year. Listen, if you want to convince me that an owner in any of these teams is losing money, open up the books. Let me see the books. Until yeah. then, I'll have, I have a hard time believing any of these owners really lo lo is losing money. They're not making as much. 
I'll give them that. But losing money, uh-uh. you know, they, they don't count things, other things that they should be counting to. Oh, we're not counting with TV money because that's not really what the players get. It's all uh, weird accounting. Uh, yeah, they'll tell you they lost $4 billion because they're making six, not 10. Right. Exactly. That's not, you didn't lose money. Well, you did. You made less. You made less. It's just a, it's a different way of worry. It's lawyer speak. It's all Same. it is is lawyer speak. It's why I don't I don't trust anybody. But why do we? You mentioned it. Why do we automatically get on? We like the owners. We're happy. We're, we don't mind them, but we hate the players. I, I think care. it's because we see the players. You know, maybe we're mad at some of these players too because they cost you money gambling or your fantasy league or a DFS, whatever. You know, the, you know this guy struck I'm out. And I, I didn't that. win money. So I, I think sometimes you just we see the players on TV. You. As of a Jerry Jones and you know uh, Robert Kraft, Snyder's, you don't see these, the owners all that much. Most fans can't name an owner, you know, of a you know name who is who's the Seattle Seahawks owner real quick. Tough to know off hands. In trust right now, but that's complicated. I wasn't but, asking you. I know you would know the answer. But, but a normal fan wouldn't even know that. Yeah, you'll yeah. know the popular owners, but you won't know the other owners. See, you have no one to blame there. Yeah. Who are you blaming? You're blaming Goodell because he's the uh, the figurehead. But it's just—it's a different thing. I never understand why we automatically blame the players for everything. Yeah, um, we're going to get into some of the uh, policies that are coming along with uh, COVID next, and how NFLPA responded. One good thing, NFLPA and the NFL have agreed on travel protocols for the 2020 training camp and preseason that is about to be ratified within the next couple of days. So at least they're on the same page on one thing, George. But a lot more to go before the season kicks off. So we'll come back with more information on that next on FFC. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Back on FFC talking about uh, some upcoming policies that are uh, trying to be put into place as we try to get training camps going. George, we're only about two, two to three weeks out from training camp. Yeah, little, yeah, about three weeks out from training camp. Obviously, that Hall of Fame game between the Steelers and Cowboys not happening. Uh, teams trying to get back to training camp July 28th or thereabouts. But uh, there's still a lot of policies that need to be put in place, and you see. One reaction here from J.C. Treader, who is the uh, president of the NFLPA, and he released a statement, which I'll, I'll get into a little bit more. But a, a highlight of the quote is that uh, of the statement is this quote: "It's that every decision this year that prior, prioritizes normalcy over innovation, custom over science, or even football over health, significantly reduces our chances of completing the full season." So obviously he's reacting to some of the policies that are being suggested and he wants to make sure that things are safe for these guys. We'll get into a little bit of player reaction, specifically J.J. Watt in a moment. But uh, J.C. Treader, I, I think he's shown early that he's trying to be a leader and he's, he's been pretty sharp with at least what he's been releasing. He's not the only one putting this stuff together, but I thought uh, he did a nice job here to prioritize where their focus is. The players are actually seemingly prioritizing the important things in life more than the owners, or at least that's what they're trying to make sure people are perceiving. You cannot quarantine this virus. No matter what they do, all these protocols, I say you can't stop the virus. It can minimize it, all right, but you're playing football. You know, you're going to have huddles. You know, you're going to have the quarterback of the line of scrimmage screaming out the plays. All right, which is screaming's bad, right? Uh, it's more, more uh, saliva, I guess, can fly out of your mouth. That's bad. You're going to have blocking, and then you're going to have tackling. All right, I, all these other stuff, that's just, you know, it's icing, stuff like that, you know. You know but the, the, the meal is already cooked. I mean, it's, you're going to have problems here. You want all this other stuff, like I said, it's just, you, you can minimize it, and they should. Don't you know they should do this, but if you're honestly prioritizing health over football, there would be no football. Yeah. You cannot you cannot you can't tell me you're prioritizing health over football. You're not. You're trying to minimize the risk, which is great. What it's what you should be doing. But any of these football players or any player really in any sport who thinks they're going to be 90% safe, 95% safe, you're kidding yourself. Yeah. You're just, you're just kidding yourself. Football it's much less than that. You know, you're going to have problems here that you you have to come to grips with that hey, there's a chance there's a chance I might get this because of my, my job, what I'm going to play. And listen, I'll be the first to tell you, Mike, if I was a professional athlete, odds are I'd play. It's my mindset I'd want to play. I would, I would risk it as well. So I get it, you know, that I would play here. But you know, I would also know that, hey, there's a chance I'm going to get it. I've known for my wife being a nurse, there's a chance I was going to get it. I told my wife that. Don't worry. I understand. You, worry, you work in a hospital. You come home. You treat COVID patients. I might get it. I understand. I'm not going to be mad at you. I think football players, same thing. If you, do, if you elect to play, then you understood there's a chance I might get it. I don't want to hear you blaming really everybody else, assuming they do take whatever necessary precautions they can. Yeah. Um, he says a little bit. I encourage everybody to read the entire statement. I can't go through all of it here. But um, he's saying players 
don't just want to return to work. We want to stay at work. We did our due diligence and reviewed the impact of returning to play football after an unusually long period away. For example, following the extended break after the 2011 lockout, injuries increased by 25%. Achilles injuries more than doubled and hamstring strains went up 44%. They tried to form, they had formed a joint committee of doctors, trainers, and strength coaches with the NFL as a present, as a preventative measure. The NFL became, in his eyes, became unwilling to follow the joint committee's recommendation of a 48-day training camp schedule. He's not just talking about COVID concerns, he's talking about other health concerns, which I frankly have talked about a lot in terms of baseball. I'd be really concerned if I was a baseball player, a pitcher that ramped up through spring training, took a few months off, then tried to ramp up again to start throwing. I have no idea what that's going to do to people. Maybe it won't have an impact, but I would be personally concerned. So other things that they're trying to put in place, George, as a preventative measure via, again, Tom Palacero, but what you're seeing here is the reaction from Richard Sherman. The teams will be forbidden from post-game interactions within six feet of each other, and jersey exchanges between players will be prohibited during the 2020 season. There's also no uh, media allowed in the clubhouses and a bunch of other stuff. Richard Sherman says here, this is a perfect example of NFL thinking in a nutshell. Players can go engage in a full contact game and do it safely. However, it is deemed unsafe for them to exchange jerseys after said game. A few laughing emojis. I think he's right. It's like, uh, really? We're going to knock into each other for 60 minutes, but we can't give a hug and a hand pound and exchange jerseys? What are we doing? You see, and I think this, this quote is kind of silly on Richard Sherman's part. Yeah, he's right, but what do you want the NFL to do? Yeah. Like I said, they, have to, minimize what, they have to minimize what they can minimize. All right? If they did nothing about these, the jersey swaps and something happened, we would kill the NFL. Absolutely kill them. How did they uh, stop this? We knew this, uh, it was bad to have players do this after a game, sweaty, dirty clothes, blah, 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 blah. Why damned they stop if they do, damned if they don't right. they, for they, the they, NFL. They can't win here. So, Richard, if you're worried about it, opt out. Don't play. That's just what I mean. Once you opt in to play, assuming the NFL takes all necessary precautions, and this would be one of the all necessary precautions, you can't bitch about this stuff. We all know it's going to be, I think dangerous is probably too tough a word here, but it, it could be unhealthy to play. You might catch COVID. You might. No one's lying to you here. You might catch it. If you think it's, uh, uh, you know, it's too high a risk, opt out. No one's saying you shouldn't. I'm not going to get on anybody for opting out, not in the least. Not in the least if you think it's dangerous for whatever reason, to yourself, to your family, uh, unborn children, your pregnant wife, sick uh, relative at home, whatever it is, opt out. But don't be blaming the NFL. Listen, I'd love to blame the NFL on a lot of things. But what do you want them to do, Richard? What do you want them to do? Cancel the season? Wouldn't yeah. you complain about that, too? Yeah. And by the way, guys can just violate it anyway. Are they going to get fined? I don't even know what the punishment is if you exchanged jerseys or hugged it out or, or whatever. So, um, and by the way, they said post-game. If, you're, if you're, the other team's kneeling it out, it's not post-game. You could just hug it out while the clock is running, right? You wouldn't get fined because it's technically still during the game. So I'll throw up a quick MLS yeah. tweet yeah. here because it's going to lead to this point. Uh, and this is Paul uh, Tenorio here. He's a national soccer reporter. Uh, and he stated uh, that Nashville SC is out of the MLS's back tournament. As we mentioned earlier, it's the second MLS team that had to back out of the tournament. So things are starting to fall apart for MLS. And it's uh, sort of leads into this J.J. Watt quote, George. And, and he says, 
He was on a podcast uh, uh, with Pro Football Talk. He said, I think that every guy's situation is different. There could be a guy, forgive me as I put my glasses on, there could be a guy who has a child with asthma and really just doesn't want to bring it back home or you have a pregnant wife. I think that the one thing I would say to that is there should be a stigma if you do choose to opt out. If there is a legitimate reason for you to be opting out, you don't feel comfortable, whether it's yourself, whether it's for your family, I don't personally think there should be a stigma for that because you're making the best decision for yourself and for your family. If we ever get to the point where we're shaming people for dropping out of a sport because they want to protect the health of their family, then we're in a tough spot. I think what he said is very reasonable. Uh, I get what he's saying. And I think it is, I just don't know with football specifically, if as many guys will opt out. Um, somebody like J.J. Watt can, right? He's recently, he's recently married. I don't know if he's planning a family. Um, baseball, we've seen some guys opt out already. We've seen some basketball players opt out. Um, but football's a little different. You know, if you're a guy that's sort of making your way in the NFL world and you're trying to earn that money, which is, as we talk about all the time in NFL, kind of limited, you're just trying to get maybe you're on a five million dollar deal. It's a lot of money. Right. I don't know. I don't know if as many football players are going to opt out. I'm really curious. I agree with you. I think football it's probably the one sport where more <clears throat> should be opting out, but probably not because yeah. your shelf life is so short. Average career is what, three years? You know, you got to make that money while you can. You know, you're trying to really show something to get that next big contract or your only big contract. Plus, so many guys in the NFL are fungible, George, where like the team is just like, yeah, fine, you're cut. We'll bring somebody else in. But as JJ said, I, I, I'm not blaming anybody for opting out. Not at all. We haven't really heard about football yet because we're still a couple of months away. We hear about baseball. You mentioned there's about eight players who've opted out so far, David Price being the biggest name there. But Mike Trout came out the other day and said he's not so sure yet if he's going to play because pregnant wife at home. Right? Bryce Harper has an infant and a pregnant wife at home. Uh, Zach Wheeler, pregnant wife at home. And they're all sort of, uh, you know, Trout probably more than the others. Wheeler has said he might play up until the baby's born, which is strange because I think the baby's going to be born like within a week or two after the season starts. Why be working out this hard? You're going to stop at the two or three starts, whatever it is. But I just find that strange. But uh, I don't think you can blame any of these players. Football's going to have the same problems. These guys are going to have families at home, young kids, babies, infants, oh, pregnant wives. You'll be living with a relative who's going to be, you know, ha have up there for risk. And you're going to have to make tough choices about whether or not you should play. And this, this is really a choice we should all be making, Mike. Uh, I brought up uh, earlier on uh, another show the hockey rink I work at opened up this week. It's an outdoor rink, but we, and they, they called me, asked me to come in ref or what days I wanted to ref. And first day I did was talk to my wife. Are you okay with this? Mm -hmm. You know, do you want me to ref? What precautions, if you do want me to ref, what precautions do you want me to take? You know, and we pretty much decided, yes, I can go ref, but when I come home, I need to change in the garage. You know, take off all the clothes, we'll wash them and go take a shower immediately. You know, wash your hands and obviously all that stuff. And this is a football play. It's almost the same sort of thing here. If you're going to go, go, what course are you going to take? Maybe you don't come home. Maybe you're going to rent the hotel room and really change there, right? Wash up there, then come home. You know, it could be stuff like that to minimize risk. But it's really a conversation that everybody needs to have, not just professional athletes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tricky. And, I, you know, J.J. Watt, I think, is a pretty outspoken NFL player. I think uh, some a lot of players end up following his lead. He's done a lot of charitable 
work, obviously, in the Houston area, notably after the Hurricane Harvey, I believe it was, that devastated the Houston area. So I think people look to him uh, on guidance. And look, he's a he's a now a really veteran NFL player with a massive Hall of Fame resume behind him. Maybe his best days are behind him, but it doesn't mean he's not outspoken on these issues. And I, you know, I think him saying something like that might provide cover for the for the few players that I do opt out. I think it's just the dynamic of that sport is different. I actually don't. I've said with baseball, I think as many as a roster full of players can opt out before we get to the season. Um, in the NFL, I, I don't know. I don't think it'll happen. I, I just think there's you have a limited shelf life. but nothing big. Yeah. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Back on the grid, closing out this hour of football full circle, having a little bit of fun with this one, a little fantasy football segment. George and I, long history of being fantasy football analysts, hosts, and the like, and uh, I'm playing in Scott Fishbowl this year. Scott Fishbowl is an industry league that was started, uh, this is the 10th edition of it, and it was started in an effort to get more of the industry folks playing together with fans to have a little bit of fun with it. There's no money on the line, but it is also in conjunction with a great cause, uh, fantasycares.net. Please go there uh, to try to donate, or you can go to scottfishbowl.com backslash donate uh, in order to try to raise money. Last year, it was, I think, in the vicinity of $40,000. That money generally goes to a kind of a Toys for Tots scenario where they go purchase a whole bunch of toys for kids 
uh, in certain cities around the country. So uh, I've really grown to love this league. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I got randomly put into leagues. There's a theme every year. This is this year's theme was toys. So I'm in the Beyblades division. If you out there don't know what Beyblades are, you don't have a little kid. Uh, I have a seven-year-old son, and he's been into Beyblades for about two years. They have cartoons and all this merchandise, but really it is... Uh, I can't really describe it. It's like uh, it, it's a game where you have these metal things that you can spin quickly on this little playing surface, and they bash into each other. One of them blows up. You lose a point. You play a game this way. It's it's a it's a it's a thing that he loves. So I picked that in his honor. So shout out to Owen. In any event, funky scoring here. Um, it's a twelve. There are fourteen hundred and forty teams, but you just play in your division, your conference, as it were. Um, so I'm playing with 11 opponents, 12-team league effectively, but here's the scoring. Half point uh, per half point PPR uh, and half point first down. Unless you're a tight end, it's a full point for each of those. The funky scoring that comes into play, which he changes stuff up every year, this year is quarterbacks. Quarterbacks will receive a half a point for every completion, minus one for every incompletion, and minus one for each sack. Also, six-point passing touchdowns, minus four for interception, minus two if that gets uh, returned. So if your guy throws two touchdowns on the day and his one pick is uh, a pick six, you lose out on one of those touchdowns. You threw one so, touchdown. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so there's the scoring. Uh, and George, it really set up to me to be a more of an emphasis on and it, more some of the more elite quarterbacks, which I was picking from the nine hole and decided that I was going to go quarterback early. Don't always do that in this league, but in this instance, as much as I was decided I was going to go quarterback early, I did also decide because of the kicker for uh, the good tight ends, I said at nine, if a bunch of running backs go off the board, I'm taking one of these tight ends. And I did. And I had the first choice. And I went with Kelsey over Kittle. I debated it, but I'm putting my money on Patrick Mahomes to have another great year where he can play potentially more games. And Kittle, as great as he is, he's working with Jimmy G. So that's really the reason. I picked Kelsey's upside over Kittle's, even though I think he could have gone either way. I've seen Kittle go first in some of these conferences. Yeah, I remember talking to you about when it was your pick uh, there. And what, quarterbacks had already gone off the board by then. Mahomes was gone. Lamar Jackson was gone. Dak was gone. Uh, obviously, if obviously one of the first two was there, yeah, I'd have taken a quarterback. I would have done same. the same as you, you know, only because after the first couple of quarterbacks had gone, everyone else was sort of in that same boat. If Deshaun Watson still had DeAndre Hopkins, different story here. I would have taken Watson uh, at your pick, but he didn't. He has a whole bunch of... Good receivers, but can't stay healthy. Who knows what they'll do there? This is a weird scoring system. Now, I've always liked uh, the fact that Scott does different things. I am a belief, and Scott was the first person, I don't want to give him credit, say he was the first person ever, but he was the first league I played in that went with the P PP1. That's what I point for, for first down. PP1D, yeah. I actually think that should be standard over PP. Others are like PPR. And I bring up, you know, I'm a quarterback. I throw a pass to Mike, blew it. Mike catches it, but he loses two yards. Why is Mike getting a point? Why? Yeah. She shouldn't get a point. And maybe Mike Fultz is throwing a bad pass, but he shouldn't get I a like point. The I do like the combo of the half-point PPR, half-point first down. I think that's an interesting way to dip your toe in the water. But, 
Yeah, I, I'm, I totally understand that. I, I think first down. When's getting a first down bad? That's right. right. When's a first down a bad thing? It's never a bad thing. Yeah. Right? It's never. A, I'm sure there's some weird situation where it would be a bad thing, but 99.99999, it's a good thing. So I, that's why I think that should be standard here. You mentioned a tight end. You bump that up to, uh, to one point per, per first down, one point PPR. That's why they get uh, lifted up so much. Listen, quarterbacks are going to rule this league. It's six points for a touchdown pass. You put up all the other rules, half point for per completion. If you don't have Jameis Winston, probably going to do very well as a quarterback. Yeah. So that's why. But when I, when looking at yours, you only had to wait six picks. So you got Travis Kelsey, who I think mm-hmm. is the best tight end as well, for the reason you mentioned. I want uh, I'll take Mahomes over Jimmy G any day. And the only quarterback who went between, well, there was two, yeah. Watson, who, yes, I would have taken, and Drew Brees, who I would not have taken anyway. So I the, only person, the only person you lost out on was Watson. That's yes. it. You got, you got Kyler Murray. I think your draft actually fell to you nicely in the first two rounds. I agree. I, I was thinking Watson was one of the guys I was going to target. I would have taken Mahomes or Jackson if they had fallen to me. I would not have taken Dak. I, I'm not that bullish on Dak. Uh, I, I think Deshaun Watson is going to be forced to throw a lot this year. Um, so I do like him uh, this season. I wanted to go with Kelsey first. I thought if Watson comes back around, I'll grab him. But as I would not have taken Breeze if he had fell to me. Uh, and he went one pick before I did, and I got the next guy that I really liked. I debated it uh, for a while about Kyler Murray versus Russell Wilson, uh, but I went Kyler Murray. I think they're going to be a very vertical passing offense. I've talked on this show about his odds, 26-1 to offensive player of the year in the NFL. I know it's a long shot, but it's an interesting long shot uh, for Kyler. I like him here, and I went with him as my first QB. I'll go through the next couple of picks, George, and then you can comment Uh, I was really hoping this next guy would get back to me because there is some evidence that I have been looking at through a lot of great research done by our own Davis Maddock and others that stacking, particularly in a league like this, a season-long league like this, can be advantageous. So I get DeAndre Hopkins here to stack with Kyler Murray. And then uh, I roll back around, and I'm taking the second QB right here. the only guys that went in between were Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. I would have considered Matt Ryan, not Wentz. Uh, and I went Aaron Rodgers here. His low interception total combined with a relatively high touchdown total, even in what some people consider to be a meh year for him. He has a high completion percentage. He's really efficient. Maybe he's not the Aaron Rodgers of old, but in this scoring system, his touchdown to interception ratio, George, and a high completion percentage, which he typically is able to pull off, is something that I like. I don't mind what you did. I think I would have done very similar. There's no way I'm passing up on Hopkins. All right, so that that's not going to happen. I would have taken Hopkins. Uh, there I couldn't well. believe it. Yeah, he was the ninth wide receiver uh, gone. No, excuse me, the fifth wide receiver gone. I thought, I thought people might. I thought people were going to jump on him, and I knew I wasn't. I didn't think I would get him if I waited. Yeah, I'm 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 okay with where he lasted to because I can understand why he would drop a little bit. New team can't work out with Kyler. Kyle well, is still going to be a, a better runner. Yeah. Right. You can, go, you can go on and on. So, But still, you got your hookup, connection, whatever you want, word you want to use there mm-hmm. as far as with Kyler Murray. So I like what you did there. And Aaron Rodgers, they're not going 13-3 and again. And no. That's not happening. But uh, I think he'll have a better season. Devontae Adams was hurt last year. Maybe he stays healthy in that week. One thing I know when, uh, when I did compete in the Scott uh, Fishbowl is that was there 120 drafts and, man, you never know how what your draft is going to be. Like every year it seems to change when I was in this thing. One year, five quarterbacks would go in the first round. The yeah. next year, none. 
You know, so when you'd be 15, we'd go in the first two rounds. It was, every year, was, you, just, you never knew because of your division because you're not playing with your normal people. You just research. You're playing There's, with fans. You don't know what they're going to do. There is significant variance from draft right. to draft. You don't even know if people know the rules. It's a super flex league. Six points yeah. for a touchdown pitch. You need two quarterbacks, that sort of thing. So I remember last year when I was in, Pat Mahomes went in the second round. I got him. Second yeah. round, I think it was the fourth pick. I think I had the same pick as you, ninth. So yeah. I got him in the second round. Pat Mahomes this year didn't even come close. Yeah. Right? We had the top five pick here. So you never know here. There's more than – there's many different ways to win the Scott Fish Bowl. A lot of it is going to be luck, staying healthy when you're competing against so many people. But uh, I – listen – through the first four rounds of your uh, draft, I have no qualms whatsoever. I think you did well. Yeah, so I, I was really happy with the first four. Running backs really had flown off the board. One of the guys in the league went four running backs in his first four picks. He had the first pick, so he's got McCaffrey, Jacobs, Aaron Jones, and Chris Carson. Uh, so I didn't pick a running back until it was the 24th running back off the board, and I went David Johnson. I'm not enamored with yeah, him, George. My- George is actually more bullish on David Johnson than I am. However, I do see a path for this Houston offense to be productive because I don't, I think they'll be trailing in some more games. Um, I think they'll have to try to move the ball a little bit more. Maybe that doesn't favor David Johnson, but he is a pass catcher. I think he'll be a primary first down guy. Uh, So I went David Johnson here. Swung back around. This is a big debate for me. I debated hard uh, between A.J. Brown for, as my second wide receiver or Mark Ingram, who I'm a longtime fan of and I still think is being underrated. Um, I was right to debate it because they went back to back. I just happened to take A.J. Brown. Uh, Mark Ingram went next. Um, as far as the next picks, uh, then I started to have to get running backs. I just had to start stashing running backs. And I my next three off the board are Tevin Coleman, Philip Lindsay, and James White. Uh, I think for those guys to go in the round seven, eight, and nine when I got them, the number of touches, the amount of first downs, catches, and everything else they can get, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, my my weakness now is wide receiver, and I will be targeting wide receiver uh, for the next several picks. So uh, the guy that I, I was really hoping for was Will Fuller. Um, I didn't get him. Uh, but I'm going to target Alan Lazard from the Packers to stack him with Aaron Rodgers. And uh, I think Deontay Johnson from the Steelers might be my next guy because Brandon Cooks went off the board, and that was the other one I was looking at. Yeah, I think uh, if I was in your situation, I'm sort of doing what you did here. Uh, I'm I'm not looking at your draft to see exactly who was available there. I would have taken A.J. Brown over Ingram as well, only because a lot of Cooks in the kitchen in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson steals so many touchdowns as well. I'll go. I, I want to go with the higher upside guys now. Yeah. Um, you got your top guys, right? You got DeAndre Hopkins, great. Yeah. Now I want to go with some high upside wide receivers, guys that could really lift my team. Listen, Scott Fishbowl, different kind of league. You need those guys to hit anyway, right? You yeah. need to take. You need to roll the dice a little bit in these kinds of leagues to to win this. Your running backs, you got a lot of depth. A lot of depth. You're going to need uh, one of these guys to speak up. I like that. Listen, I don't love David Johnson, but I do have more faith in him than you do. I think he, he was having a fine fantasy year last year until he got hurt, banged up a little bit, and then Kenyon Drake, Wally picked him. Yeah, the tricky part of this, where I am in the draft now, in the middle of the tenth round, is when do I take that third QB? And I worry that if I don't take it now, I won't get him. So that's going to be the tricky really comes part. Out, who's available? I'd want the third QB. Baker. Too. Baker. Oh, that's a, that's a good third QB. I know. So that's what I have to debate. Well, that's it for this hour of uh, Football Full Circle. Thanks for watching. Get on the grid. We'll see you again next time.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments 
moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.